It's your American patriot, DJ Drew Shelton. With insight and analysis of today's rapidly shifting world, we welcome you to the Jewess Patriot Show. Talk Radio's premier Jewish activist, Cindy Gross. Featuring exclusive interviews with today's top newsmakers and trendsetters. Remember, you don't have to be Jewish to be with Cindy. And now, coming from our WGBB studios in the tri-state area, your Jewish patriot, Cindy Gross. Hello, and welcome to the Jewish patriot. I am your host, Cindy Gross. Today's premier Jewish women activist, bringing you from around the world the headlines and trends we all want, and you don't have to be Jewish to be a part of the show. You are either listening to me through the WGBB AM FM studios or streaming me around the world through iHeart, Spotify, Podbean, every major media outlet. As many of you know, I open each and every show with my opening pearls of wisdom because my name is Zisel Peril in Yiddish, which means sweet pearl. And starting today, for the next several weeks, we are partnering with the Freshwater Pearl Company, who are sponsoring the opening pearls of wisdom. Because like this show, we are those people who honor remarkable women and the people who love them. The Freshwater Pearl Company provides cultured freshwater pearl jewelry that delivers quality and versatility while giving back to the causes closest to our hearts. And we're going to be talking a lot about that later on the show with the founder of the company. And I am very honored to be a part of the Freshwater Pearl Company. But my opening pearls of segment this week is going to be about anti-Semitism. Because while our guests are talking about fun times and uh, partying and food and everything that we take for granted, Jews around the world, especially in New York, have been suffering record numbers of hate. None can be more obvious than what you saw at the CUNY Law School graduation ceremonies, where somebody outright called for the end of Israel and practically sounded like they were starting an insurrection. Worse yet, as much as people have tried to stop it, it continues to grow. I can tell you while we are, uh, Together now, on this Sunday morning, I am participating in the Salute to Israeli Day Parade, walking down Fifth Avenue as I have done many years. And I'm also a participant in the Jerusalem Conference in Midtown Manhattan with many, many of the leaders from the Israeli Knesset and leaders in the American Jewish community like former Ambassador David Friedman and Attorney Alan Dershowitz. I am very proud to stand with people who believe in the state of Israel, being proud Jews, being proud Christian Zionists who believe in Judeo-Christian values. 
I could also tell you that earlier this week, I was in Albany with Assemblyman Ari Brown, who held, who held a press conference. And his press conference was all about how he is in opposition of the latest assembly bill that his colleagues wrote. It was Assembly Bill 6943 that have basically attacked Israel and basically uh, asked for uh, New York State to really question business business dealings they do with the state of Israel. And uh, it really was an outright uh, crime because they were calling to end um, to support BDS and, and end business dealings. And that in and of itself, there are laws in New York State that oppose that. And yet, not enough people are paying attention and listening. Not enough people are getting involved. So while the show has lots of happiness, lots of pride in kosher foods, in glamorous jewelry, in beautiful fashion that's going to be featured at New York Fashion Week, we must remember that that comes with freedom, that comes with liking people and working together. And there is no way that with this rise in anti-Semitism and in hate rising everywhere, we can fully enjoy the fruits of all these good things that are available to us. So sit back and stay tuned. And we'll be back with our first guest shortly. Joining the Jewess Patriot family is Lata Stein. She is a licensed fitness coach, and she works with many people of all ages throughout Long Island and Queens, and she is available to come to you. And what's more important is she's going to be on the show regularly with some tips that you can start to work at home. She has very reasonable rates. She works with individuals and in small groups. She helps people out, even if they have some health issues, some disability issues. She tailors her fitness training to what you need. Slata, tell us a couple of tips that we can follow at home before we hire you as our coach. Hi, everyone. So tip number one is to cook 80% of your meals at home because when you cook your foods at home, you know exactly what you're putting in it. And that's very important for health and weight management. Also, tip number two, drink your body weight in water to hydrate yourself and to flush toxins out of your body. Uh, number three, plan your workouts or have a trainer plan them because it's very good to go into a gym knowing what you're going to be doing so you're not overwhelmed. Number four is stretching. It's excellent for the central nervous system. It lengthens and elongates your muscles. And the fifth tip is recovery. Your body constantly needs to recover. Without recovery, you'll never get strong. Those are great tips, and we look forward to having you again regularly on the show. 
I know I've learned so much from you about the right way to do a squat, the right way to hold a weight. And if I can do it because I'm like the laziest person Mm -hmm. in the world, then any of you can do it. Follow her on Instagram. You can reach out to me. She has very affordable rates and she has limited space. So make sure you're in one of those slots. We are welcoming back award-winning artist Jordana Klein, who has a full line of home decor and Judaica, and you don't have to be Jewish to appreciate her work because so much of her work is Judaica, but she also has many pieces in her collection like pocketbooks and wall art and all kinds of accessories for the home that are just pieces of art without the uh, the Judaica meaning, if you're not a religious Jew, practicing and using the uh, pieces. Jordana is here to discuss some of her newest pieces. In fact, she is debuting in this conversation a whole new line of what we call Kiddush Cups, the perfect gift for engagements and weddings, and of course, for fathers who uh, want to have a, uh, you know, who use their kiddish cups like accessories, like we use pocketbooks and shoes. So welcome to the show. Well, welcome back, Jordana. Thank you. Happy to be here. Um, happy to share my new products with you. That is uh, great. So tell us about the kiddish cup because you have uh, won over so many of our uh, listeners and followers with your challah covers, your challah plates, your... Uh, Blessing um, plaques and just so many other things. So tell us how the Kiddush Cup came to be. Okay, the Kiddush Cup I've been working on for two years. And I started doing it not just because I like doing Judaica and I want to have my art on it, but also most of my friends, people are very into fine wines nowadays. And the really good wines don't taste very good from silver cups. So people have started using glass cups for Kiddush or or ceramic cups for Kiddush, but they're not very nice. So what I decided to do was to create a ceramic Kiddush cup that has my artwork on it, a little bit of silver trim, makes a beautiful Kiddush cup, and the wine will taste amazing. While your table will look stunning. And what's nice about it is you're very careful about price points. They're affordable for everyone. So you could actually have more than one and, like I said, accessorize your table to the the mood or the theme that combines with the wine, the food, the flowers, the dishes, which is just so lovely. Well, we also have that coordinates, if if you want. We have challah covers and challah trays with the, with the coordinating designs. We also have candlestick trays and candle lighting blessings in, some, in, in the same series. And I also have a table runner with uh, that type of design on it as well. So depends how many things or what things people want to coordinate. You could have a whole new look. So I'm going to be sharing on my Instagram stories. I actually used my candle tray for my Havdalah tray. Well, that's a very good idea. Because... 
<laughs> and it really went well. And uh, people who were here for the Friday night dinner and Saturday night Havdalah, they were like, wow, how did you coordinate that? And uh, it was very exciting to see people uh, like my creativity. So we have, there are multiple uses. And for people who want to use the trays, like I said, not everything is Judaica. You have, you know, some of your uh, work reminds me of some Monet's and some like uh, yes. very, you know, well-known artist's work, as well as your love of nature that comes through with the, a lot of the colors you use and a, co- a lot of the backgrounds you use. And uh, so you don't have to be Jewish, which makes it a great housewarming gift. A lot of people are moving into houses now or selling. A lot of people are updating uh, their homes with decor because there's a lot of outdoor entertaining. And also Father's Day, Grandfather's Day, as always, Big gifts, uh, gift ideas are right here on your catalog, on your Instagram, on your Facebook. And like, I can't even say your website because you're always updating. <laughs> I am. I'm constantly adding products because it's so much fun and people are really enjoying my products. And I actually have a whole new website that's going to be opening soon called Jordana's Marketplace. And that's going to include some of the more fun tchotchke things like mugs or t-shirts with my designs on them, um, housewares, garden stuff, a little bit of everything that I found fun. Just went shopping and put it all in that store. And so I'm going to have fun running both parts. I love the fine art is where it all starts, which is the paintings on the wall. And then from those paintings, I can... Take some of the designs. I can make Judaica with the designs. Even my Judaica, some of the designs, they're just abstract or they're flowers. And um, so then I love just making it into different products and stuff because that just brings art into people's everyday life, like wearing a pocketbook that's made from a painting. That's really cool. It's really stylish and it's really beautiful. And I have to tell everybody I know firsthand she ships everywhere around the world in a very timely manner. It comes very well packaged. Uh, if you're giving a gift, it comes in a beautiful box. So y- you can get this wherever you want. And I know around the world it's getting harder and harder to get unique Judaica. So it's really a one, one-stop one shopping experience at Jordana Klein's website. I also have two more things that are that are in season right now. One is it's wedding season, and I make custom ketubot with my artwork, which is very, very original because the style of my ketubot is not the style of the standard one where you have, you know, the words in the middle and pictures around, and they're very lovely, but they're not at all what I do. So you could check out um, the designs I have online, plus I custom make them with any of my paintings. And I also have... Eshet Chayo Blessings on glass or on canvas. And that goes together for new wives. It's a perfect gift to give uh, your new wife. Well, you knew even uh, for a mother-in-law to give to her daughter. That's true, too. That's true. That's right. So I have ones that could hang on the wall. It could be glass or... Glass or canvas on the wall, or I can make it on a cube that stands up. 
Like I have the candlestick blessings. And we are going to share again the jewelry that goes with it because every time I wear my Asia style necklace, I get tons of compliments because nobody else is doing an Asia style necklace like you are doing. And I have to tell everybody when we can't announce it yet, but in the next couple of weeks, Jordana and I are partnering with something very unique that is going to be revolutionary for uh unique shul fundraisers and uh organizations that are looking for something a little bit different and uh something out of the box especially in communities that are not uh really filled with a lot of Jewish temples and schools and kosher places. So we're we're going to have Jordana back to discuss it when it's up and running, but it's going to be very revolutionary in the world of nonprofit fundraising. I can't wait. Yes. Well, Jordana, like you said, is for the brides. We have brought, um, and grooms. We have groom gifts, father's gifts, mother's gifts, housewarming gifts, art for everybody who is decorating. And of course, fashion with the bags, fashion with the other accessor- uh, accessories you have. You know, you right. were talking about the runners. I actually use uh, your challah cover. You talk about being unique. I used it at the head of the table for the placemat. For the head. Right? I get the placemats. The, the placemats are amazing. And I used one that did not have Judaica on it. So it really went well with the theme. Right. Oh, that's cool. I need to see a picture of it. We're going to put everything up. We're going to tag you on our stories. And you are always welcome back. And I call you the one-stop shop. Jordana Klein, award-winning artist out of Israel. Her work has been featured in the Knesset, which is the Israeli government building, like our capital. Mm-hmm. And uh, many people in the Israeli uh World of public figures have Jordana Klein artwork, and we're so happy that the Jewess Patriot is featuring it regularly. And we invite you back anytime to share any other new products with us. Fabulous. Would love that. Thank you so much. Take care. Bye bye. Welcome back to the Jewess Patriot, and I am here with Shlomo Klein. You may know that name from his very popular Fleischig's magazine, but he is also one of the creators of Koshapalooza, which is going to be by far the most unique, it sounds like it's going to be the most fun, by the way, kosher event and it's going to be in June in the tri-state area. But people, I understand, are coming in from all over the world because it's going to be one of the largest kosher food events for the people, by the people, for the people. And Shlomo has a very uh, cute way of saying this. He says it's from the classic brands that you your grandmother grew up with until the innovative artisanal brands you haven't heard of yet and this is a show you're not going to want to miss it's very kid friendly it's very friendly to people who have all kinds of nutritional issues so shlomo tell us all about kosher palooza 
Okay, sure. Hi, Cindy. Thank you for having me on. It's uh, really an honor and a pleasure to to be here. Um, for people that aren't aware, my wife and I have been publishing Fleischix magazine, which is the only kosher food and travel magazine on the market. It's a monthly publication. And because of this background, and we've actually been in publishing for the last 12 years, we have seen the need both on the consumer side and on the vendor side for a an event or a festival, as we're calling it. Um, people are enjoying getting out there, you know, kosher restaurants or even just restaurants in general. Um, events have, have kind of evolved. The kosher palette has, has evolved and the need for more entertainment has def definitely been present over the last while. And it kind of evolved into this kosher food festival, Kosher Palooza, which is happening later this month, June 28th in the Netherlands, which is a huge expo center. Um, people can expect... What can they expect? On the food side, there's going to be hundreds of vendors. Like you said, there's going to be from sweet stuff and fattening stuff and uh, and your your bubby stuff all the way through to healthy stuff, gluten-free stuff. There's going to be milchiks. There's going to be fleshiks. There's going to be dairy and meat. There's going to be alcohol, wines, cocktails. Um, really, it's a full-day event for people to see what's out there on the kosher market, um, try new things, try old things. Um, really just to have a good time. And then on the flip side, there's going to be a lot of entertainment um, surrounding food. There's going to be cookbook authors doing cooking demos. There's going to be mixology demos, bartending contests, hot sauce contests, um, blind taste tests. There's really a full, full schedule. Anyone that comes is going to be people, – people won't have enough time to cover everything. That's my goal. I actually want people to come and feel like, you know what? I missed out. I want to come back next year, make sure we, we, we hop around and we get to enjoy it all. So uh, I have to tell everybody that I know Shlomo, and he's a man of attention to detail. He has even arranged so that you don't have to feel like you're waiting online forever to get in and get turned off. He has already activities online <laughs> as you're going in to uh, purchase your tickets or get your tickets uh, checked so that you can go in for the admission. Every minute you are going to be busy. A hundred percent. I mean, like one of the things that I myself, and I'm pretty sure most people are like me in that way is I don't like standing on lines, especially when it comes to food. Um, lines really uh, annoy me. And I, th I think uh, that's a pretty popular opinion. So we felt like, you know, usually at a festival, at an event, there is going to be a bit of a wait to get in. Even at the door, there's got to be something there, whether it's entertainment, whether it's food, actually both are going to be there. But the idea is people should be busy all day. I want I want smiles, you know? I want people to be happy. Well, you're always happy. Anybody who follows you on Instagram, anybody who follows the beautiful photography and the uh, articles in Fleischig's knows that uh, it's a very happy uh, publication and that you guys really just want to show off the best and the most. And A hundred percent. I can't, you know, my, my audience is very familiar with Gabe Geller and all the advice he's okay. given through the years. And so many of our non-Jewish friends love kosher food, love kosher wine. They love kosher kali. I can't tell you how many recipes I've given out on the show through the years. And that's all going to be there. And briskets and, like you said, cheeses. I mean, we just had the cheese guy on. He's going to be there. We've had yeah. a... We've had on so many people that have uh, been a part of the kosher world that also saw the need for the non-Jewish community to try our foods and see that 
it really is a very high quality food. And now there are so many people who reach out to me that aren't Jewish and see in the supermarkets the kosher symbols on the the foods that they can now share with their kosher friends. Well, it's it's interesting that you say that. As you're talking, I'm thinking about it. Like on the one hand, the kosher palate has evolved and we've gone much more gourmet. But on the flip side, actually, what people used to associate kosher, which used to be like, you know, the, the gefilte fish in the jar or the um, borscht in a jar, you know, like the really old school style stuff, which really didn't represent kosher. That has actually come back. I mean, you see kosher deli is so popular. You see Mediterranean and Israeli foods are popping up like restaurants are doing that whole cuisine is like so hot right now. Um, it's interesting that kosher food and Jewish food is really trending in all its forms. You know, the, the, the classics are here to stay. The, the more modern stuff. I mean, you're seeing, you're seeing shakshuka, you're seeing falafel and all the vegetarian stuff popping up in, in, in the most non-kosher places. Um, people that weren't familiar with kosher before and thought kosher was just, you know, a rabbi giving a blessing. Some people are into it for the, um, for the level of um, um, what, what, supervision and quality that would come with that. Some people are in for it because they feel like it's cleaner. But kosher definitely has come a long way. And that's, that's one of the things that we wanted to actually, that we're trying to accomplish with the magazine and with the show. It's like, just because it says kosher does not mean that it is inferior. Actually, it's superior quality in every way possible. And you brought up something else. You brought up the popularity of the Mediterranean diets, the Israeli foods. I always tell people, and everybody always uh, says this to me, that I do it in such a positive way. It's one of the ways that Muslims and Jews really are united. Our foods are so similar in taste and and our spices and stuff like that. And I always say, if you want to start a conversation with peace, start with a great meal. A hundred percent. I mean, we call it Israeli cuisine um, or Mediterranean cuisine. But I mean, Jews and Muslims have been living together for thousands of years in different countries all over whether it's in israel whether it's in 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 libya we just did we just did a whole thing on rome and italy and there's like a whole libyan community and influence on the jewish cuisine which affected the regular cuisine in italy it's like there really is i mean if you want to if you want to go back to the ownership i'm, I'm not I'm not here to do that, but it's interesting to see how uh, the the recipes and the foods that we've both been eating literally for thousands of years has been very much the same. There's so much more common ground than people even realize. So tell everybody where they can get tickets ahead of time. Tell them what they could do the day of if there's still availability. Sure. sure. So kosherpalooza.com. Uh, Palooza, if you if you Wikipedia, it is, uh, basically means a big a big tumult, a big party. This is a huge kosher food festival. It's on June 28th in the Meadowlands in New Jersey. It's a full day event from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. If you need a babysitter, get a babysitter because you're going to want to get out there and stick around. Because There's going to be nonstop food, nonstop shows. Whether you want to go with your spouse and take the day off or they want to go with your, you'll be meaning to get out to your mother or your sister or your shriger, whatever it is, your, your mother-in-law. This is really a great opportunity to get out there and just have a good time. And uh, I will be out there myself. I am actually going to bring my team with me. We are going to be interviewing people as they are eating, as they are witnessing the first event like this. I have a feeling this is going to be the first of many. And I think you're going to be doing this around the, the country because kosher food is really growing in all 50 states. 
Shlomo Klein. I, I really hope so. I have one question for you before we go. I yes. want to know what your what what is your game plan going to be, seeing as it's going to be dairy, meat, alcohol. How are you going to handle that all? Well, everybody who knows me knows the first, you know, the cocktail started. Well, good luck, uh-huh. It's right there. And okay, it happens okay, but- to be a lot of my friends. So how am I going to harry the dairy and meat? Uh, well, I am more, <laughs> I'm more of a dairy person personally. So I'm, um, but I think that the idea that you have this and that you're giving people such variety, you're not going to, first of all, we should explain, you're not going to have the kosher food on, you know, the meat on top of the dairy. Explain how you're going to handle that. Okay, so that's why I asked you. Basically, the way the show is going to be set up is that the dairy booths are going to be on one side, the meat booths on the other side. Uh, down the middle is going to be the non-dairy, non-meat, and drinks, alcohol, etc. A lot of a lot of actually games will be down the middle, but you'll have some people coming, starting off with dairy, getting a drink in the middle, and then moving on to meat. Some people start with meat and then go with the, the dairy later. Some people are only going to focus on the meat. I mean, we have. We have companies coming doing charcuterie. You have a lot of the meat companies going to be. There's going to be Wagyu beef there. There's going to be, there's actually a company who does really, they're doing bison. Um, on the dairy side, you're going to have the cheese guy. You're going to have ice cream companies and then uh, pasta companies. There's going to be like literally the world's biggest smorgasbord. Well, I'm glad you, you know, I didn't want to get into that discussion here because I'm no one's rabbi and I try not to be anybody's rabbi because some people hold different hours for separation, but I'm oh, glad listen, you brought it up. No, a hundred percent. Listen, um, everyone can come and do as they please, but we do, we, we are planning it in a way that really is all encompassing and that everyone can feel comfortable doing what they want to do. Right. And of course, for our non-Jewish friends that are going to come, they they just can't mix it on the same plate, but they can have it whenever they want. <laughs> they can, a hundred percent. We're not going to have anyone there. Uh, uh, there's no, no one patrolling uh, how how they how they do it. So I can't wait to be there to have my team with me. We're going to really uh, explore the floor, and we're going to meet the people who are participating because. I, I think they're going to be overwhelmed, and that's really what I want to share with everybody afterwards because I'm going to follow it up. Great. I'm really looking forward, and I'm, I'm happy that you're coming. Thank you for having me. Take care. Thank you so much, Shlomo Klein, Palooza. Thank you. Take care. Welcome back. As I mentioned in my opening, because I am Ziesel Pero, which is Sweet Pearl in Yiddish, and you guys love my opening pearls of wisdom, I am very honored that the Freshwater Pearl Company has reached out and wants to be a part of the Jewess Patriot Show. And with us now is its founder, Brian Schultz. He is somebody who loves uh, having women feel beautiful and excited about the jewelry they wear. He is excited about each and every pearl that he he touches. You could hear it when you talk with him and you'll hear it through the interview. And what I really like about this company, which is something I emphasize here, is the idea of giving back. And everything about this company is about 
you know, enjoying a beautiful piece of jewelry, but appreciating it and remembering uh, the idea that others aren't as fortunate and they give back uh, as part of their profits. So, Brian, welcome to the show. Cindy, thanks so much. I'm really excited to be here. And thanks so much for that introduction. Very, very kind of you. Well, I really am touched and flattered to be a part of the of your business and your company, just a little piece of it, because pearls are my life in so many ways. And it happens to be one of, it happens to be my favorite uh, piece to wear, whether I'm wearing a necklace, whether I'm wearing a, a pair of earrings, and I'm wearing my hair back and people notice a unique pearl. And pearls last. I have pearls in my life that are from three generations ago. So I appreciate the uh, significance of pearls in in people's lives and how it's passed down from generation to generation. And I can't wait to share some of your pearls with some of my family members. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, you know, it's I started the business in May of 2021, so just over two years ago now that we uh, that we've been in business, and I think I shared with you in kind of our uh, initial discussion. I've known my designer now for 22 years, so what we do with the Freshwater Pearl Company, it's all about relationships. And so she's been selling wholesale for about 13 years. Uh, I started the business here with the Freshwater Pearl Company and decided to take it online. And tell a story. And the story is, is about my mom. It's I, I honor and live my mom's legacy each and every day. We lost her to a 19-year journey with breast cancer in February of 2020. And so I left a 20-year corporate career, uh, Disney Four Seasons, MGM software, a staffing company, and decided that I, I wanted to do something for me, for my family, and to really honor the legacy of my mom. And I thought, what better way can I do that? She loved jewelry. She loved pearls than to create a brand and to create a company with uh, with Diane, the whole the supplier of my jewelry, and to give back. And so, you know, my mom went through a 19-year journey. It was kind of highs and lows through that entire time. One in eight women eventually have it spread to their brain. My mom was one of the unfortunate ones, and that was unfortunately kind of the end of her life journey. But what I do is I give back, and I, I've given back to organizations like the American Cancer Society, to Dana-Farber, where she got her treatment the last three and a half years, um, some nonprofits up in the Boston area. I'm born and raised on the East Coast in Connecticut, moved out to San Diego after graduate school in 2001. So, you know, being a part of this and back to kind of my heritage and my upbringing is really, really exciting. Um, but it, there's just a lot that I like to do in terms of giving back. And I'm really proud to say in the first 25 months of business now, I've donated over $21,000 to charity. So it's a big part of what I want to do. In the month of June, I'm going to be uh, doing a collaboration with Runway for Recovery. Uh, they're a group that provides funding to families and women experiencing and going through breast cancer specifically. And I'm going to be donating a percentage of sales all month uh, for the month of June back to Runway for Recovery and to helping women and families going through and experiencing breast cancer. So like you said, pearls are amazing. What do you buy someone that has everything? You buy them pearls. Uh, and we have so many different styles of pearls. We have Baroque pearls. We have coin pearls. We have regular freshwater pearls. We have cashew pearls. And we have a lot of different varieties and styles with metals and suede and leather and seed beads and crystals. Our pearls are versatile. They're really meant to be worn dressy. They can be meant to be worn casual. I think the pieces that you have and that you'll showcase, you can kind of wear them with anything. And that's what makes them fun and versatile. And 
it's really the purpose and the mission of what we do is just to bring a smile to the women's face that wears our jewelry to honor my mom and potentially if they gift our jewelry to other women in their lives that they know their significance and meaning, not just behind our company and our mission, but why they gift our, our jewelry to other people and other loved ones in their lives. So it's a little bit about me. Thank you so much for the introduction and allowing me to share a little bit about myself and the company and our purpose and our mission. So I want to ask you, you know, you just mentioned, and I, I guess it really leads into the question I was going to ask. Tell us what is a freshwater pearl? We see so many, you know, pearls out there. How do we know what a pearl is, the quality of a pearl, the varieties? I mean, you just mentioned a half a dozen of them in in your last statement. Yeah, so each one has its own unique, distinct characteristics. So uh, our Jennifer necklace is an all Baroque freshwater pearl. So it's a really chunky, uniquely shaped, no two pearls are exactly the same type of a pearl. And those aren't necessarily found in as much volume. So those will be a little bit more of kind of a premium higher end freshwater pearl. Same thing with a coin pearl. Coin pearl is just what what, what it sounds like. It's It's a flat round pearl that looks like a small coin. And again, it's a little bit more rare and a little bit more unique in terms of the kind of the premium of the pearl, because you want to find ones that are similar color, similar sizes that you can layer together. We have them mixed with um, metals and then we have them strung all together in a longer necklace. And then the Keshi pearl, the Keshi pearl is kind of a unique, it almost looks like a cornflake. It has a very unique character, a very distinct character to it, a kind of a wavy cornflake like structure. Again, just based on the way that that comes out of the shell, uh, not, again, as common as it would be more of an oval or a natural round pearl. And we have those just as a single cashew pearl earring, or we have a full strand of an entire uh, strand of cashew pearl long necklaces. And then the more common characteristic would be kind of the larger round or smaller round or what we put in our stud earrings would be kind of a more traditional type of freshwater pearl. And most of the colors that we see that are most popular is the white, the silver, the natural slash pink color, or the dark gray, kind of the darker pearl. Those are the ones that we see most popular. And uh, those are the ones that we typically sell here at the Freshwater Pearl Company. How can people uh, purchase pearls from you? So we do everything online. So our business is uh, all online at uh, thefreshwaterpearlcompany.com. And uh, we're up on our social media platforms with Pinterest, with Instagram, and uh, with Facebook. That's at the Freshwater Pearl Company. Uh, we do free U.S. shipping uh, throughout the entire domestic U.S. And, uh, you know, I still at this point as a small business and growing, I hand package and hand select every piece. Uh, I print out a packing slip with every order and I write a handwritten thank you note to every single customer. And if the order gets in, you know, I'm sitting here at 233 on the West Coast. Uh, we got about another hour or so. So as long as it comes in between 3, 330 Pacific time, I ship it out same day. If not, it'll go out the next business day. So a lot of personalization, a lot of personal touch, a lot of personalization that I want to bring to each and every customer because I'm just so grateful and appreciative for them supporting me, honoring my mom, and then giving back to those in need that are experiencing uh, cancer within their families or their loved ones. And I could vouch that the packing and the uh, rapid mess, you know, mailing and getting, receiving the package 
It's true. I I got it within 24 hours and I'm on the other side of the country. And I will tell you, there are many companies I have worked with, been approached to work with. I have met very few with the enthusiasm and professionalism as this company. Maybe it's that pearls of wisdom. <laughs> it's that pearls <laughs> of wisdom. Thank you. I knew you had to get it fast. And, you know, USPS is my uh, is my provider. I overnighted it to you to make sure that you had them. You had them ready to go. Uh, you know, I do uh, I do the retail delivery. That's the free shipping that I offer here. And depending whether you're on the East Coast or West Coast, by the time I ship, it's, you know, if it's on the weekend, it seems to get there very fast. Like a ship on a Saturday gets there by a Monday or Tuesday. And if it's kind of midweek, usually the longest it would be is like a Monday to a Thursday or a Friday back on the East Coast. And you know, Amazon's changed the game with Amazon Prime and how fast they deliver. And I just want to always ensure that when people buy from us, that there's a certain level of personalization and care that comes with the packaging, that comes with your order. And I want to get to you fast, as fast as I possibly can. If you invest in me, I want to make sure I do everything I can to give that back to you in return. Well, we're so happy you have invested time and efforts into the Jewess Patriot. You will be back uh, the next few months, your, your uh, product uh, is incredible. I could actually vouch for it. And I, like I said, I have a lot of pearls, old and new. The creativity, the um, uniqueness in each pearl as they're stranded on, whether it's a necklace or, a, or you know, hanging on your ear. I'm just so proud to be a part of your company and to get to know you. Again, tell everybody before we have to end where they can reach out to you and where they can purchase the pearls. Absolutely. Purchase pearls on our website, thefreshwaterpearlcompany.com. And you can connect with us on social media, Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest. You can find us at the Freshwater Pearl Company. Thank you so much for joining the Jewess Patriot and for your pearls of wisdom. Welcome back to the Jewess Patriot. Joining us now is somebody who has been on the show before and who's going to update us all on the hottest trends for spring and summer fashions because there's so many parties going on, Father's Day gifts and weddings and outdoor parties. Ellie Balat is an award-winning fashion designer. And he dresses both men and women. And as we speak, we're talking already about September New York Fashion Week. Thank you for joining us on the show. Thank you for having me. Well, you really are at the forefront of trends in fashion because you dress both men and women. What do you see are the hottest trends right now in fashion? Uh, We can start with men's. And then we can venture out to women. Um, the the motto for next um, fall will be boucle fabric, will be colors, will be um, basically different from the basic that we all know about these small plaid, the basic uh, boring plaid or the solidish. Um, fashion has evolved in many different ways. 
Um, our fall collection coming up is absolutely to die for. It will be in all major uh, stores from Saks, Bloomies, Nordstrom, Macy's, and and so on and so on. The um, the winner styles that we're focusing on is the boucle. Boucle is the Chanel fabric, as you know. Um, we did a small run last season and it flew within one week, over a thousand pieces on Nordstrom.com. It flew within one, one and a half week, it flew. So we're going back to that um, looks, that, 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 that style where um, the fabric is so, it looks rich. It feels rich on you. You want to actually wear a, a, a blazer that is going to make you happy because nowadays nothing can make you happy except your inner happiness well i i see the biggest trend especially and i tell people this for father's day gifts and everything take them out of their safety spot and buy them a great embellished jacket and you are the leader of and you've been doing it way before it was popular and i think that the oscars really uh highlighted it so tell us a little bit about what you see with the embellished jacket and why it's the perfect father's day gift and father of the bride and uh bridal party uh ensemble well the our couture pieces is not for everyone i tell you this much um we have dressed up so many celebrities from these couture, from the couture pieces it's always uh, i mean every couture pieces always have an occasion and not everyone can pull it off and not everyone wants to be in that realm um i want to go on and say that very few people that would love to be in that looks I'm sure urban is number one, but then a uh, uh, fashionista like me would love to be in that look, but not every Joe and Schmo would like to, 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 to be in that look, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So our couture pieces are as always uh, would be for, you know, wedding occasion, uh, bar mitzvah, um, christening, something in that uh, in that type of event, engagement. But when it comes to our ready-to-wear, the sky is the limit. And yes, ladies, you need to come and get your men's blazer for your husband so he can look different, so he can actually feel different, so he can know the basic jacket look and the blazer because guarantee the minute you put that jacket on you will be bombarded with compliments and you will feel different you will feel the love so since you dress both men and women i see another pattern i see coordinating gowns to jackets are you getting a lot of requests for that um, actually, yes, I do. Um, I, I am not the designer that's going to make a few pieces and put them on the shelf and hope for the best. Um, I am the designer that actually created a collection and, and basically, um, 
do a run of it, meaning from every design that we have in a in a ready to wear, we make about between five hundred to a thousand pieces per color, and it is out there online, offline, in many higher end boutiques. It is. Uh, I have been asked many times about the couture ladies. It's very hard for me to start it now, given the fact that economy is not where it needs to be. And for me, every category that I need to do, it will it will require me to add a a a capital to it. I mean, remember, couture ladies; these dresses are very expensive. They are in a in a ten, twenty, thirty thousand dollars going to fifty thousand dollars depends how much embellishment it has. But I would say it is on the back burner. I almost started that collection in twenty nineteen. Um and then Corona came that was end of nineteen, twenty nineteen. Corona came and that went bust. But I'm hoping that that in the coming years to this is like my dream come true when I create my own ladies gown the couture one where um, I I master this uh, this this category but again money is tight so we'll hold off on that however on the ladies on the ladies and I was the first designer to come up with the men's blazer for ladies. That's, I would say, about six years ago. And then everyone latched on to it from every designer out there, from every fashion house. They all wanted to make that men's blazer for ladies, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, um, we do sell a lot of our men's blazer to ladies' boutiques. And it sells like hotcakes. So you are also a designer that believes in giving back and you work with a lot of charities and a lot of causes. And I know there's one especially dear to you that I'd like you to remind the audience about. Um, well, I always uh, like to work with children. I am a person that, um, as a matter of fact, I have eight kids. So that tells you a lot about me, how much I love children. And I always like to give the helping hand. I am involved with a few schools that um, are for special needs children. And I'm always, um, you know, helping out in many ways, bringing awareness um, to that part of the world. I had an interview on one show last week and we were discussing this. And then I got invited to one of the corporate um, headquarter of that specific school. So there are a few schools and there's one that is, you know, the headquarter of all these schools that are, it is public, however, but it is for autism, autistic children. I mean, when I visited that school, it was absolutely amazing. I mean, I was stunned to see it all unfolding right before I or my eyes. And as we are, you know, um, during our visit, um, I was actually offered something that's going to make history. Um, It is in the works. 
Um, I'm hoping that it will actualize in three to four weeks. And if this works out the way we plan, Eli Belay will make history. How can our audience reach out to you? Well, um, just Google Eli Belay and um, you can either go to our website or Instagram or there's many ways. I mean, nowadays everything is transparent. Just put the name and if you don't know how to spell it, Google will correct it for you. Well, Ellie, you are a friend. I love the work you do. Uh, I I love being at your shows. They're always so unique. And uh, your label really is for everyone. You happen to be a religious Jew, and you dress many, many Jewish patriots. But your clothes are worn from everyone, from rock stars and actresses, to the uh, person who is your neighbor and friend. So thanks so much for joining us. Thanks for letting us know about the trends this spring and summer in men's and women's clothing. Ellie Belay, thank you so much for joining the Jewess Patriots. Thank, thank you, you for having me. It was always a pleasure. American Patriot DJ Drew Shelton, what's going on? You have been listening to the Jewess Patriot with Cindy Gross as we leave you on this day, on this weekend, on this broadcast. And I want to play a song for you going all the way back to 1972. And here we are decades later. This has stood the test of time as one of the most requested summer songs. Yeah, Memorial Day last weekend. It's the official start, or unofficial start, I guess we should say, of summer. So here it is. It's Summer Breeze by Seals and Croft. Number one hit back from 1972. It is the perfect escape song. Thanks for joining us. We are back next week. Until then, love somebody, be kind, and choose joy in this crazy world. See ya. See the curtains hanging in the window in the evening on a Friday night. Little light is shining through the window. Let me know everything's alright. Summer breeze makes me feel fine. Blowing through the jasmine in my Paper laying on the sidewalk, a little music from the house next door. So I walk on up to the doorstep, through the screen and across the floor. Summer breeze makes me feel fine, blowing through the jasmine in my mind.
days of summer, the Desmond's in bloom. July is dressed up and playing her tune, and I come home from a hard day's work. This is Cindy Gross, the Jewess Patriot. I look forward to seeing you next week. Thanks for watching the Jewish Patriot Show with Talk Radio's premier Jewish activist, Cindy Gross. Be sure to download Cindy's next program, as well as previous ones, available internationally on iHeartRadio, Spotify, and in Israel on Jewish Podcasts. See you next time on the Jewish Patriot Show.